Welcome back to the Show Me How to Live Well podcast. Here's your host, Tina Williamson. Hello, wellness warriors. Wow, what a week. I mean, wow with a zuh on the end. At the Williamson House, it's been um, an incredibly taxing week. From the crazy weather and the power outages here in Georgia uh, to a water leak in our basement two nights ago that was the size of a garden hose on full turn, I mean, this week has been a bit of a test. Um, You know, life is all about a series of tests and how we handle them, right? The little inconveniences of things that are out of our control, those distractions that take us offline and put us on a collision course with a bad attitude and a case of the uglies. As we meet at the gate today for Show Me How to Live Well, lace up your shoes, wrap your arm around me. I could use you this week. Um, Let's walk. I'm going to share... Uh, some of the darker sides of myself um, and just take a little reflective walk, really uh, highlighting some of the things that I've learned as a mom on this journey of life. So I want to talk about uh, one of the, the most profound lessons I learned in my journey, um, of, and that's letting go and letting God and if you're not a spiritual person, if you, you know, if you roll your eyes at the talk of, of faith or Christianity or any of those things, um, just stay with me. Stay with me because if you are a mother, want to be a mother, or you have a mother, this podcast is really going to be full, I think, of, of some pearls of wisdom that can either help you or help you understand the mamas in your life. Um, so as I was saying, this week has just been, it's been a test. And it's it's been a reminder that I have to practice that skill of letting go and letting God. Um, you know, when I, when I reflect on that whole concept of letting go and letting God, I realize that my whole life has been a series of moments uh, when I thought I had everything under control. And as long as I had everything under control, I could uh, affect the outcome of, of every experience, right? And as I got older, you know, from my teenage years into leaving my mom's home um, at a very young age to to venture out on, uh, into the world because I just couldn't tolerate being told what to do, uh, that's a story for another day. My mom and I are best of friends today, but man, did we have some hard lessons to learn. And so, yeah, um, here's what I want to do. I want to talk about mama power. And where is your power? <laughs> and have you ever lost it? And when I say lost it, I mean that kind of helpless feeling where you're throwing your hands in the air and you're holding them up in full surrender. Like you have no answers and you're about to crack. It happened to me many, many years ago um, when I had two young children 
And I, I think I've shared with you guys, I've been quite a plate spinner all my life. I have high, high energy and I get a lot done. But there have been times in my life where I have just bumped up against the guardrail until I bent the damn thing so much I could dance over the cliff. Um, the cliff. And, and thankfully, I had some really, really strong and powerful friends and loved ones to, to kind of guide me back to my path. Um, my ultimate power is God. And when I really surrendered my life and handed it over to Him, that's when the clarity started to come to me and I started to p- kind of uh, pin the dots on my map, my journey, my story, and I started to connect things. I started to do the self-reflective work that it required for me to become the best mama I wanted to be. And I say mama um, because I find it so endearing. Mother is is beautiful, right? Mother is is that role that we have been gifted as women uh, when we have children and we bring them into the world. We are mothers, and it's such a beautiful thing. But to, you know, there are only a few people, two in my life, that can call you a mama. Or you only have one, if you're blessed to still have her on the earth, that you get to call mama. And so mama to me is just a sweet, such an endearing uh, sound. It's, you know, it's really the most convenient sound that a baby can make when it's learning language, right? Ma, ma. So just reflect on that for a second. It's pretty sweet, right? So let's talk about the power of mama. And do you know where your power is, mama? Um yeah, uh, you know, I was losing control, right? I'm 60 this year, and when I hit 40, I was spinning quite a few plates, and Martha Stewart had nothing on me, man. I could receive the phone call at 9 o'clock at night, have all the ingredients in my cupboard to make those 80 cupcakes that were being requested of me the next morning and get them to school in perfect formation um, to make everybody in the classrooms happy, right? Because there were two second grades and there were two third grades. And if you brought one cupcake, you had to bring enough for everybody. And I was just starting to spin out of control mentally. Uh, physically, I could I could put a good front up, but I was losing myself emotionally, spiritually. I was off kilter. So it was at 40 that I started to do uh, some work. And I really started to study these, uh, you know, where where is this stuff coming from? Why am I flying off the handle? Why am I throwing my hands in the air? Why am I behaving like this in front of fa- family, friends, my children? Um, I don't. This is not the woman I want to be. And so I did the work. And here I am 20 years later in full belief that whatever we encounter, whatever we learn in our journeys uh, as human beings, and today it's about mamas, um, I believe we're supposed to share it, to extend a hand 
to not just walk with someone, but extend them if they're falling. Extend that hand and say, I've got you. I learned a few things. Let me tell you what I I witnessed and what I learned, and maybe it can help you. So sisters, mamas, daddies, sons, daughters, friends, neighbors, this Show Me How to Live Well podcast is about suiting up, showing up, doing the deeper dive to understand mamas. And when you think about what your own mother did, and let me just sidebar and say, you know, I do believe uh, that all mamas are doing the best they can with what they have with where they are. Now, if you had asked me that in my 20s, I would have said, oh, hell no. (laughs) And I would start judging and listing and putting people in columns and but as I've aged and I've had my own failures and I've had my own successes, I'm really coming to believe that all mamas are doing the best that they can with what they have with where they are. And if they're struggling, I want you to turn to them and I want you to wrap your arm around their shoulder and say, I've got you. I see you. I understand. And give them a hand, right? Help them along uh, because we need our mamas. We need all the mamas on the planet to be strengthened, to be empowered, to be invited, to be encouraged, to keep doing the best that they can. So mamas, Where's your power? Where is that gas station that you pull into to get filled up? Is it a friend group? Is it a Bible study group? Is it your husband or your wife or your own mother? Is it a sister, a neighbor? Who or where is it that you go to get your power source plugged in and rejuiced. Um, Study that for a moment. And then when you've determined where that source of power is coming from, acknowledge it. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Thank you. Thank you for having my back. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for showing me the way. Thank you for allowing me the, the lesson to learn that if I surrender and stop pretending like I can control the universe, that I am God, if I can stop thinking that way, maybe, just maybe, something new will happen in my life that will ease the stress, the weight of feeling like I've got to solve it all. I've got to carry it all. Because ladies, we don't. And if you are married to a man or a woman who sees you, who understands you, who supports you, let them know. 
there's so much power in that alone. So I could go down so many different rabbit holes, but I just want to share, you know, when, when my kids were little, when I started to go off the rails, uh, was around, it was around 38 really. Um, and my kids would get home from school and, or even before that, I would, I would say when, when Lily, my oldest went to elementary school and I had Nick, um, and I tried to give him the exact same experiences as a, a preschooler that I had given Lily. Um, you know, that's kind of when it all got set up because I was comparing myself as a mother with the two children, right? So by the time Lily got to school and then Nikki was into school, um, I was pretty much a lost soul because I, I I'd lost grip on my own identity. Everything was about my children. Everything was about spinning the plates to keep everything perfect and moving in the right direction. And by the time Neil got home from work, I would be a mess. Probably hadn't had a shower that day. My hair probably looked like a beehive. And he would come walking in, and I would just be coming undone. You know, so by the time we got dinner on the table, and then we we were committed to uh, playtime with our children after dinner, before cleaning the dishes, and then cleaning up the kitchen, and then taking the kids upstairs for bath, and then reading time, and then getting them to bed, and then finish cleaning the kitchen and wiping everything down before falling into bed ourselves and getting up uh, and and repeating the whole process. It was. As I reflect back on it now, what a blessing of a life. It was just magical. But I was falling apart because <laughs> I was trying to control every little bit of it. I wanted to be the perfect wife, the perfect mother, the perfect uh, student. I was still in school and in um the perfect neighbor, the perfect tennis player, the perfect instructor, the perfect are you getting me? You know, perfect is an unrealistic destination. It's not real. And that sense of perfectionism about took me out. It about wiped me. It about killed my marriage. Um, and my children benefited from all of the extra energy, no doubt about it. But every time I spent everything I had trying to make everything perfect in their lives, I was not doing anything to fill me up. I wasn't admitting that I needed help. First of all, I was the worst in the world at looking to friends and disclosing that I was, a, I was struggling, that I was having a hard time, that I couldn't keep it together, that I was unhappy with myself, which translated to being unhappy with my husband. And I'm, you know, I've been spending years now trying to repair some of the, uh, the hurtful feelings I must have, have, have cast on him um, when he walked in the house, having you know busted his ass all day at work, he comes walking in, and all I wanted to do was unravel before him and make it all about him, right? So 
I'm ranting a little bit today, but I do want you to hear me. If you are a mom or you know a mom or you've been a mom who um, or your own mom struggled or is struggling, help them. Let them know that you see them. Let them know that even if they won't look to you and ask for your help, that you see them and you're standing there ready to do whatever it is that they need in that moment to help them along. Because mamas need help. Mamas lose their way. Mamas deplete their energy source and their power becomes nothing. They don't have it to give. Now, with that being said, look around you and those mamas who are doing it well. If they're CEOs of their own Fortune 500 company and they have a nanny who's doing all the mama duties, um, good for them if that's the life that they've chosen and they're crushing that. I am not here to judge anyone. That's great. But they're going to have their own mama moments to reflect on later. If, if you know anyone in your life who has chosen to completely surrender their own corporate gigs and their own corporate dreams to stay at home with their children, talk to them. And God forbid, when you see them, never, ever make them feel bad because they've made a choice to stay at home with their children. The world beats the crap out of women. The last thing we as women need to do is beat the crap out of each other. And children, no matter what age you are, if you're hearing this, look at your mom and know she too was a young girl at one time. And once you came into the world, she did the best she could with what she had with where she was. Embrace that. Forgive her for not being perfect. If she gave you up because she couldn't do it, embrace that. Work through that. And find that place in your heart for forgiveness, for empathy, for compassion. Because being a mama is one of the hardest things there is to do on this planet. Don't hear what I'm not saying out there, y'all. I'm not saying that being a daddy is any easier. <laughs> it's not, but I'm a mama. I'm not a daddy, so I'm going to talk about mamas. Um, so in my promise to you, um, at the very beginning of the Show Me How to Live Well podcast, I promised that I would try to keep these podcasts under 20 minutes. Uh, we are pushing 19 minutes now, so I'm not going to talk too much longer, Um but I'm going to extend that and say I'm going to keep them under 25 because to drive to the grocery store and drive back or drive to the gym and drive back, depending on where you live, is about a 25-minute encounter. So listen to me going, push pause, and listen to me coming back to finish it off. But um, in previous episodes, I have shared, you guys, that I want to be a map maker. I want to be that fellow traveler. Uh that confesses, I have 
Very few answers, but I have a lot of questions. When I stumble and fall, and I do that a lot, I'm willing to get up. I'm willing to get up with dirt all over my face and under my fingernails and courageously, vulnerably, and curiously walk forward while mapping my story, sharing my story, so that I can find the meaning in all of this, uh, to give purpose to my story, to help you find purpose for your story. And I do believe it's by sharing our stories that we find those commonalities and we stop looking for where we're different and we start finding places where we're the same, where we relate, where we have things in common, where we're all just walking each other home. So... Today's question is, where is your power? Where do you get your power from? And then the other question is, to, would you take a moment to understand how you're showing up in your body? When you walk into the room, what are you bringing? Who is benefiting from the best versions of you? And who's getting the short end of the stick? examining your go-to behaviors, right? Recognizing the context of what we're feeling and thinking. What brought this on? And how do I want to respond to this versus react? If we're constantly reacting, we're probably not responding as well as we'd like to in most most cases. And we're living in a very responsive world. So do a little deep dive on that one. Um. Yeah, so this anchor, this anchor of show me how to live well is me sharing my story of how I'm trying to live well and asking that you do the same. Show me how you live well. Reach out to me. Go into the show notes. Send me a question. Tell me how you're doing today. Tell me about a mama that you know who's crushing life or that you've recently helped or held or encouraged. I'm going to finish today with um, the word mama, and I want to give each letter some encouragement. So the first M in mama, hey mama, you are marvelously made. Let that wash over you and sink deep into your soul. Hey mama, you are acknowledged, adored, admired, accepted, and appreciated for who you are and what you're trying to do. Keep trying. Hey, mama, you're magnanimous. You're magical. And you are a masterful memory maker. And hey, mama, hear me. Mama, I see you. You're amazing. You're accomplished. You're audacious. You're abundant. And the affection that you show your children and other people's children and your own mama, that affection is the sweet part of living. It's mandatory that we share it with the world that we turn it up, 
So as we walk today, I want you to know I see you. Mama, I feel you. I am you. I'm with you. I'm for you. And you are not alone. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for showing up today. Show me how to live well. It's our podcast. And I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep suiting up and showing up every week. I'm um about to hit the stop button on this thing, get it published, and then I'm going to jump in the car and drive to Florida and see my own sweet mama this weekend um, and go shower some love her way and get filled up in the meantime. So until we meet at the gate next week, do some deep diving on yourself. Self-reflection is how we get to the understanding of who we are and why we're here. Um, I encourage you to keep walking. Take care. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Ciao.